Warning, the Motion Picture Association of America requires that we inform you that this episode of Derek and Mindy's Fun with Movies contains massive spoilers that could ruin a first-time screening of the film covered in this episode. So, if you don't want to know that Darth Vader is Luke Skywalker's that Goose in Top Gun, that is really Kaiser Sose at the end of The Usual Suspects, or that Bruce Willis was a the whole time in The Sixth Sense, then proceed with caution. Powered by Transistor FM. Grab your popcorn, silence your phones, and tell your friends to shut up. Do not adjust your projector settings because what you're about to hear is real. The Derek Duvall Show presents Derek and Mindy's Fun with Movies. Prepare yourself for insight and honest reviews from a married couple with varying movie tastes. Hot takes, hotter insights, and news you can use. Now, coming to you live to tape from the Derek Duvall Production Bunker, it's Mindy and Derek Duvall! Hello, Duvall Nation. Hi. Hey there. Hello. Hi there. Hey there. Hi. Hey, hello, everyone. Welcome to another fantastic episode of Derek and Mindy's Fun with Movies. All right. We are here. We're back. Mindy has got her microphone sorted out. We're fantastic. Sound quality is going to be through the roof again. I can't wait. Hello, Mindy. Hello. How are you? Doing great, Derek. How are you? Oh, fantastic. You want to go ahead and tell Duval Nation what movie we're going to be talking about today? I do. Today, listeners, we are going to be diving into the 2004 classic <laughs> Anchorman. Anchorman, the legend of Ron Burgundy. I am so excited to do this one. And just full disclosure, how many notes did you write down on your fantastic notepad? I wrote down zero notes, Derek, because <laughs> I have seen this movie so many times that I didn't need to take notes. <laughs> That's so great. Now, so, I did jot a few things down right before we started recording just because I wanted to make sure and hit some key points, but I right. did not take any notes during the film. <laughs> all right. So before we get started, would you like to give us your special disclosure? Oh, sure. So this is a really old movie, but still we are going to be talking about spoiler-filled reviews and thoughts on this movie. So if you haven't seen the 2004 awesome film Anchorman, The Legend of Ron Burgundy, please pause this recording and come back when you have. Outstanding. All right. So going into this now, like I said, 2004, I know where I was. I was in the Navy when this movie came out. Where were you? And what was the first time you remember ever seeing this film? That's a good question. I was working, I would have been working at Mervyn's still. Ooh. So for all you fans out there who remember Mervyn's before they shut down, um, I feel like maybe I probably saw it in the theater, but I'm not for certain. Uh, but I just remember me and my friends at the time, like we would always like throw quotes out from this movie and we still do to this day. So oh, just yeah. so funny. Would you say this is, I mean, I know I already can agree with myself here, but would you say this is probably one of the most quotable films of the last half century? Well, that was a set of question, but yes. <laughs> well, I mean, like when you speak Anchorman, what's, I mean, like you just said, you know, it, it's a well-known film. When I say Anchorman, what's the first quote that goes straight to your mind. Baxter, you know I don't speak Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, so much so, we named our first dog. That is Baxter. true. That is correct. That is one of the things I wrote down that I wanted to make sure we mentioned. We love this film so much that even before we knew we were going to get a dog, we had talked about 
names for a potential dog and Baxter was at the top of the list. So when we yep. adopted our first dog, we named him Baxter and he was much cuter than the scruffy dog in the film. But we used to say to him all the time, Baxter, you know, I don't speak Spanish if he was barking at us. <laughs> you ate a whole wheel of cheese. I'm impressed. I'm not even mad. I'm impressed. <laughs> <laughs> but not yeah he was yeah Baxter that was a fun name for a dog we had a great time with that but on top of that too it's I was watching again and this is again the millionth time I've probably seen this film but this time I was watching it with a a, a scrutinous eye because I wanted to you know to, to talk about it intelligently for the show so many things I've noticed the first time ever you know like you know being me and I was uh, based out of San Diego, I started noticing like, oh, I know exactly where they shot that at. Oh, I know where they are in this movie because it did honestly in San Diego. And uh, it was really cool to kind of revisit those uh, sites again. So, yeah. All right. So let's talk about cast. You got the great Will Ferrell playing Ron Burgundy. Is this his most famous and most popular role? I think it is. I think this is his best film. It's just right up his alley. I mean, it's, so it's like over the top, funny, ridiculous, just like he is. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Uh, would you say um, like Talladega Nights, Step Brothers, and all that? Is it? Is from this Talladega is, Nights is uh, is also one of his his best ones. I think it's it's right up there. For me, obviously, Will Ferrell, obviously Anchorman, because I love this movie so much. But for me, he's still Alex Trebek. I love. <laughs> <laughs> I love him as in Celebrity Jeopardy, and and sad that he can't do those anymore now, obviously because all the major players have all passed away now. But womp, yeah, womp. Womp, womp. way but to no, bring it down, Derek. I was so excited the first time I saw this, and unfortunately for me, first time I saw this film was on a bootleg that was sold to us in Malaysia, Oopsie. and it was like someone with a hot, you know, in a camera in a theater recording it that way. But we were so starved for entertainment, we were like, hell yeah, bring it on. But uh, yeah, I remember um, that first time I saw it was on a was on a bootleg DVD. <laughs> wow! <laughs> so you got Will Ferrell, you've got Christina Applegate, Kelly Bundy. Everybody loves her. You know, she's an amazing, amazing actress. She has played many, many, many roles since Kelly Bundy. But thanks for <laughs> taking it back there. <laughs> that is her most well-known role. Come on. I don't know that Dead to Me show that she's she's been doing recently. That is one of my favorites first and half the freaking population just went what everybody knows yeah, her as kelly know. bundy i'm just saying but you got like and then of course steve carell one of the most versatile actors out there a chameleon of character actors who actually is a leading man himself but most of the time he plays you know the sideman jobs what's that movie we love with him in the most with brian gossip and ember stone what's that movie called crazy stupid love <laughs> that is such a great movie but for me, my favorite movie is not Anchorman for him. This one, mine is that Seeking a Friend for the End of the World. That's my favorite movie with Steve Carell. But I know you don't like that movie for multiple reasons. I, I, I have watched it again recently, and it's a fine film. It just gets me every time at the end. It's too Aww. sad. Too sad. Uh, David Kochner, gate character actor. Um, don't know him much from outside of that. Do you know any of his work he's ever done? No. Uh, he does a lot of like sketch work on like SNL, uh, Conan O'Brien. Apparently, he's been in a bunch of things. Apparently, he's got a, a live musical comedy act that he does with. But uh, no, I don't. I, like I said, don't really know him much very well outside of the Anchorman movies. But uh, and then of course the man who never ages. You know, I, I don't. I, what do we think he was fifty six. We found out yesterday. 
53 or 56. Yeah. Something like Doesn't that. Doesn't matter. He'd still be alive. Doesn't matter. He's look. timeless. Yeah. He and looks that... exactly the same today as he did in the movie from 2004. <laughs> and who is that man? Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. I love Paul if, Rudd. This is my favorite Paul Rudd movie. Hands down. It, it's <laughs> it's absolutely phenomenal. I don't know if everybody loves him now as the Marvel movies and so forth, but I think he's just absolutely amazing in this movie. And that just that opening shot of him where they're introducing the cast and he just like pulls those sunglasses off, you know, and looking at the thing. I was like, you know you're in for a great ride, you know. <laughs> And, and the sex pan, the whole cologne sex closet Panther. sex panther bit oh, is like probably God. one of the funniest of the whole movie. Like there's so many, like every time we have a smell that smells bad, you know, like the trash or the dog or whatever, we're like, oh my God, a, a dirty diaper filled with Indian food or yeah. it smells like the raccoon got in the copier. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh man, I tell you what, Brian, Paul Rudd is just amazing in this movie. And it, for me, I think that is actually what set him to that next level because until this movie he'd done a few little bits of movies like those romantic comedies but then after this because he'd done like you know tv done friends he'd done a couple other things after anchorman he was in movies that was it just straight movies going on from ford but but yeah i mean on top of that so you've got you know um fred willard the late fred willard now who is amazing as ed the uh station manager you know yes yeah. Also, Catherine Hahn, who I love. She doesn't really have much to do in this movie. She's got about three lines, maybe. That's no, she it. has more than three lines. And she is plays a very integral role in Ron's downfall because she's the one that tells Veronica he will read anything you put on the teleprompter. And I mean anything. And he did. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Ron Burgundy. That's probably one of my favorites as well. <laughs> Shout out to Jack Black for that awesome um, cameo of him just on the bike and get hit by the burrito. The biker, just, yeah. Like, punts. Bro, did you just throw a burrito at me? <laughs> <laughs> and then just he kicks Baxter over to that bridge. Off a of Coronado Bridge, which is like a 300-foot drop. I was like, that dog's dead. But uh, wow. he did not. Yeah, he did but, not die. <laughs> spoiler alert, the dog does not die in this film. <laughs> But then, obviously, um, before we get into our final phase of this, I do want to bring up the one thing. The centerpiece for the show that everybody likes to remember. And it's the part of the movie that I feel is kind of like the halfway point. But you're just like, this is just amazing. And that is the news team fight in the alley. Yes. <laughs> I want to meet the person who thought that, you know what we should do? get all the rival news stations of San Diego together and have an all-out battle <laughs> royale in the alleyways of San Diego. And when they keep bringing them out, you know, you got, obviously, you know, Vince Vaughn's, you know, character who plays a staple role for that movie. West Mantooth. You got Luke Wilson. He comes out there with his gag of getting his arms cut off. Tim Robbins. <laughs> From public, public television. Public public news team taking a yeah. break from their pledge. And he's got that lisp he put in his voice. Yeah. Um, but I love that part. He has he deliberately put a little lisp in his voice. I thought it was great. And then, of course, then um, Ben Stiller. Como esta, bitches? <laughs> <laughs> that was just... I remember the first time I saw that, I was dying when Ben Stiller showed up. Yeah, and I don't know if you could even do that today now uh, with the way movies are now. I don't know, but it was so funny. I laughed so hard 
And then, of course, you're like explaining the rules, like no touching the hair or face. And they're like, everything, like, of course. You like, know? Yes, obviously. And they're like, obviously. that's it. There are no other rules. You can do whatever you want. Just yeah. don't mess with the hair or the face. And I also later. <laughs> and I also want to meet the person who said, let's have Steve Carell throw a trident. <laughs> His character, Brick, through the whole movie is just, oh my gosh, he's so weird. Yeah. He's wonderfully weird. <laughs> wonderfully weird. And he had just come off of doing um, The Daily Show with Jon Stewart. So I think this might have been like his one of his first movie roles. Everybody knew he was hilarious on The, on the Daily Show. But this definitely took it to the next level for me of, of Steve Carell being, you know, just comedic genius. So one last thing before we go, I want to say, what is our what what is your favorite quote of the movie Mine? or fa favorite couple of quotes? If you can't pick just one. Yeah. For me, 100 percent. It's where um, Brick was talking about bears and menstruation. And he's like, I hear that periods attract bears. The bears can smell the menstruation. And Paul Rudd, and this is the best part. Well, that's just great. Bears. You see that, Ed? Now you put the whole gestation in jeopardy. You know, like that is just for me, like <laughs> brilliant writing. Yeah. Brilliant, brilliant writing. And I remember the first time I saw that, I was, I may have actually, like, it may have even peed myself. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> Uh, TMI. <laughs> no, it's it's honest, but that's just how good it was. So, but yours? I think uh, all the times that he's talking with Baxter, I think are my favorites because he's just like you know Baxter's barking at him, and he's you know like oh really you know tell me more really you ate an entire wheel of cheese, and then you know he's like what you want it's time for bed should we get our jammies on and they have these little matching PJs and they go to bed and. <laughs> And then when he uh, gets that phone call and he's not sure who it is, he's like, Pexter, is that you? Or twice if you're in Milwaukee, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, nice. of course, I think I like all the Baxter parts. Those are, those are really good. Nice. All right. Well, if that's the case, I think it's time to go to our patented or patent. Is it patent pending? Patent, patent pending. pending. I mean, patent we pending. don't have a patent. <laughs> Didn't even apply for a patent. No, that's true. <laughs> Technically not patent pending either. <laughs> All right. So anyway, we want to go to our rating scale and we'll make this one pretty quick because we think we pretty much have an idea where we land on this one. So I'll go ahead and say it. What is a one star, Mindy? Bloody awful. Two stars? Bloody uninspired. Three? Bloody average. Four? Bloody brilliant. And five? Bloody marvelous. All right. Since you said them, you go ahead and go first. Well, obviously, we love this film. We've seen it a million times. We named our first dog after this film. Uh, I don't know what much else we could say, but obviously, I love this movie. I'm giving it a bloody marvelous five out of five. Five out of five. I don't think it holds up very well. Um, I was sitting here kind of disappointed, to be quite honest with you. And I was like, maybe I do give this a one. This is a bloody. Old. No, you do. No, not. I don't. It's bloody marvelous. <laughs> I know. It, it, it is absolutely one of the funniest movies of the last 50 years. I put it up there with Blazing Saddles, Airplane, Naked Gun. Anchorman is right there. I don't think I could watch this another 10 times and still not laugh at the same places. Yes. So that's, and that to me is the standard for what a comedy should be. I watch a lot of good comedies, very good comedies that don't, but get kind of lost because you're just like, oh, it was funny, but you don't ever come. No one around you is like, have you seen this? Do you remember this line? That it was a like dodgeball because it came out around the same time. Anchorman was in the right place at the right time for the right generation. 
and it is absolutely phenomenal film. The sequel, we don't talk about the sequel. There are a moment there were a few moments in it that are funny, but in terms of the original, no chance. It doesn't not even pale in comparison. So yep. all right. Before we go, I want to go ahead and remind everybody, have you guys heard about our new store with T Public, our little partnership we got going on there? Mindy, what do you think about it so far? There is some great stuff on there. I like uh, all the t-shirts that we, we have a personally curated collection of mm -hmm, t-shirts mm -hmm. that we thought were cute or funny. Um, and then there's also magnets and stickers and mugs. So go on yeah. our website, check out the link. So go to our website, DerekDevallShow.com. Look for the drop-down box that says merch. And there's a link there to T Public. It'll take you right there. Buy on our website, man. We got some really great stuff out there. So on behalf of myself and Mrs. Duvall, we want to say to each and every one of you, please be safe and be well. If you keep listening to them, we'll keep making them. Until next time, we'll, we'll see, see you at the movies, movies planet, planet Earth. Earth. This has been a recording of The Derek Duvall Show, and we thank you for listening. Please go to our website, DerekDuvallShow.com, to explore past episodes and find links to purchase merchandise. Please subscribe to our social media channels on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Derek Duvall Show.